lay back, it's all been done before. And if you could only let it be, you would see. I like you the way you are when we're driving in your car and you're talking to me one on one, but you become somebody else around everyone else. You're watching your back like you can't relax. You're trying to be cool. You look like a fool to me. Tell me why you have to go and make things so complicated. I see the way you're acting like somebody else gets me frustrated. Life's like this. You fall and you crawl and you break and you take what you get and you turn it into honestly you promise me I'm never gonna find you fake it. No, no, no. Honestly, you promised me you're never gonna, I'm never gonna find you fake it. No, no, no. I love that song by Avril Lavigne. How beautiful is that song? And I don't know when this was, uh, was this in, uh, in the late 90s, I believe. Um, I don't know whether she's really singing uh, or she has a new album or whatever, but I loved, I loved Avril Lavigne, uh, one of the best uh, singers when it came, you know, when, it, of course, uh, pop, she was, she was good. I don't know what she's really doing. I need to check out. Uh, how are you guys doing? This is Mo Classo bringing my next episode, uh, the Justin Nobody podcast. Um, and uh, it's exactly, it's exactly, uh, uh, let me check, let me check. What's the time? It's exactly. It's exactly 7.5 p.m. this Sunday evening. And like last time I said this was my show. This is no show, really. It's just a plain podcast. So uh, sorry about saying that last time. Anyway, uh, how are you guys doing? You know, what's happening? Um, What's happening in your life? I mean, I hope things are like uh, going great guns. Can I say that? Great guns? Or you're just fine, you know? I'm, I'm doing okay, if you ask me. Uh, as always, uh, uh, kind of uh, Sunday evening feels a little kind of, you know? Hey, man, the weekend is over. We need a three-day weekend. Seriously, like, you know? New Zealand, uh, I think uh, New Zealand uh, is really looking at that option. And maybe if it's successful there, I wonder whether every country all around the world would kind of implement it. But uh, I think that's a that's a great idea, you know, to go uh, uh, to go on uh, to have a three day, three days weekend kind of thing. And I believe uh, then you don't you don't work eight hours. I believe you work nine hours to kind of make up for those lost hours. But well, man, like three days is fantastic. Hope it really works out. All right. So uh, what's happening, guys? What's happening? It was, it was, it's, it's a leap year, you know, it was the 29th, uh, yesterday, uh, and it's like 29 days in a month, um, which, which of course happens once in four years. So just wondering, you know, when, why does this really happen? And I never thought about it. Uh, I never even, I didn't even bother to really kind of, uh, research to find out why does 
this 29 day once in every four years why do we have a leap year and then i realized you know of course i was watching um I was watching uh, many people like who turn 100 actually 100 years old they're celebrating their 25th birthday that was so beautiful like you know actually so many of them uh, I, I was watching them on Instagram and social basically social media folks who turned a century old were actually celebrating their 25th birthday like it's so sad man like they don't have a birthday every year like they have to wait for four years to get a birthday, but they remain young, right? So they're, they're young forever. They're Peter Pan forever. How about that? You know, like now when I'm wondering, like, I wish I was born on the 29th of February. Like, it'd be so nice, you know? Hey, man, I think those people are lucky. They're, they're young. They're young as ever. Like a 100 year old is just 25 years old today was 25 years turned 25 yesterday and then i realized and i was just checking actually we uh of course it's uh the calendar the date system the whole thing is made by man right it's made by human beings and then i realized that we follow the gregorian calendar and gregorian gregorian has got the name from pope gregorian so it was uh uh, it's it's uh, the whole calendar and the year kind of invention was made by is a is a very Catholic thing. I believe you know they kind they wanted to kind of uh, um, have a have a proper date for Christmas and Easter or something like that. But then of course we have, we follow the Gregorian calendar, and as per this calendar, actually the real time cycle for the for the Earth to make a full revolution around this around the around the sun is not exactly 365 days it takes about 365 days 5 hours 48 minutes and 46 seconds okay that is a complete cycle for the earth to make a complete you know um uh circle around the around the sun and uh, so that's what uh, so that's how this uh, the leap year thing came into existence wherein to make up for those lost five hours 48 minutes and 46 seconds that is you know we, we only calculate every year as 365 days so in order to make up for the remaining time that is five hours 48 minutes and 46 seconds we have one leap year that is to add we add the 24 hours to make that uh, the lost time you know so uh and that's why we have a leap year actually um uh so this year we'll have 366 days this year that is just basically to synchronize the calendar year with the solar system and to make up for those you know 5 hours 48 minutes and 46 seconds uh which is in addition to 65 days a year this is brilliant i mean i was like i, I actually uh, taught myself today that something like this is and i didn't really know to be very honest i didn't know why do, why we have 29 days a year and that's because every year we have more, uh, the the earth takes more than 365 65 365 days to go around the sun and that's why it's happening how beautiful is that right I love, I love space. I really love space, you know. Uh, the more you study about it, the more you learn about it, it's like, hey, man, I mean, it's it's beautiful, but it's really expensive to get there, you know, to do any kind of research or whatever. And people are dying here with stuff like every day happening. Um, right, so um, 
I was uh, since we seem since I was talking about Avril Lavigne. I don't know why she has a G in her last name. If you say Lavigne, why do, why why is there a G? A L A V I G N E. So the G is silent, I believe. Whatever. Yeah. So um, uh, since we're talking about music, you know, I uh, I don't know how many of you really listen to Harry Styles' new song "Falling" from his album. Um, uh, uh, what's his album? I believe uh, it's Fine Line. I, p- I believe the album name is Fine Line, and "Falling" was is one of the songs in it. And I love the song. I love the song. You know, it's so beautiful. Like I love Harry Styles as a package, basically. Now Harry Styles, I lo- uh, I started actually started liking him because of his pants. Like for real, I love his pants. Like uh, it's it's so different. It's so it's so it's so it's not the tight every every man today, you know, or every woman or any person today, you know, they love wearing tight stuff. And I'm a person who hates wearing tight. I feel too claustrophobic, you know, if I if I wear if anything just clings to my body, you know. Like whether it's leggings or whether it's a tight shirt or whether it's hair that is, you know, kind of pulled together and kind of, you know, uh, uh, pulled together or kind of put in, you know, put all together. I hate that. I hate anything that is forced and kind of, you know, put together like, you know, or sticking to my body. Uh, that's why I always have my hair flowing all over, uncombed. My 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 pants are baggy. My shirt is like really loose. I love wearing menswear because of that. Uh, because I feel too claustrophobic. I feel like, hey man, like you know the free. Uh, 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 I feel sick. I feel sick if I wear. And that's why I like Harry Styles because I love his style. Basically, I love. It. I started liking his pants. The colorful, flary pants, that's what I started like. I, and I didn't listen to much, so much of his songs. And it, I started getting interested in him and I want to know more about him. started listening to his songs and I love every, uh, the lyrics of his songs, you know. I've been listening to it for about a year now. And uh, the lyrics of his songs are very, uh, very deep, you know. And the thing is, it comes, it really comes from his heart. You can really say, you know, when uh, someone is just... Uh, reading some or uh, singing someone else's lyrics because there are many songwriters out there who write for uh for singers today you know but you know that this guy he writes his own songs and comes straight from his heart and he really feels it he tells his stories actually of course he's very mysterious when he talks about all these uh people in his songs and it's of course mostly love songs and which whichever person he's talking about, he never really mentions them in any of his interviews or any of his uh, conversations. But the thing is, whoever he talks about, you know, um, you can really feel that he really feels deeply. And that's what I like about, um, you know, apart from his fashion sense, his frills that he wears, the rings that he wears, those necklaces that he wears, you know, it's so unisex uh, kind of uh, symbol he is, unisex fashion that he follows. And I love the song Falling, you know, I I really, if you want to, and if you like what I like, um, the choice, um, you have kind of the same choice or something, you know, you can always go and check out uh, the song Falling from his album Fine Line released like two days I think Friday was uh, when it was uh, released and I really love it you know where uh, beautiful what if now what 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 am I now 
What am I now? What if I'm someone I don't want around? I'm falling again. I'm falling again. I'm falling. What if I'm down? What if I'm out? What if I'm someone you won't talk about? I'm falling again. I'm falling again. I'm falling. I love that. Beautiful. Deep. You know. And of course, the video is also excellent. Uh, you know, he's he's already got it out, and uh, it's beautiful. You must you must watch it if you have the time and you feel that you know you like what I like kind of thing. Then go and check it out. And it's very true, you know, relationships are really hard today. It's really hard. I've been saying it. I've been saying it. I must have mentioned it in my previous episodes. But relationships are hard. I've been in a few relationships which didn't work out. But it is it is really hard because what happens is, you know, if uh, if you are in a very happy relationship, it's because either you are making 100% of the sacrifice or maybe the other person is making 100% of the sacrifice for you, you know. Uh, whenever you try to work out a 50-50 thing, it really doesn't work, you know, like you do half, I do half kind of thing. It really doesn't work. There's one person in that relationship, if you want, if you want, things, if you want things to work out really smooth, there's one person in the relationship who has to make the sacrifice, whether it comes to their careers, their own life, or putting their entire life on the back burn, burner, you know, uh, so that the other person really is able to pursue their dream. That's what it really ends uh, to, you know, for it to be a happy, a successful, a very smooth sailing kind of relationship. But if both are, you know, both, uh, bo- uh, both the persons in the relationships are career driven are uh, you know want to want have a dream or um, they uh, they want to do something with their qualifications or the experience or they're not just going to sit back and you know, let everything go uh, I'm talking about ambition uh it just doesn't work out. It becomes really difficult. And uh, so maybe if, you know, whoever I say, like if you're in a happy relationship, it's because you either have someone who's sacrificing 100% for you or maybe you're the one happy to sacrifice for someone else, you know. That's the only way it's going to work out. Others, hey man, it's not going to work out. Uh, of course, there are some special cases, uh, but I'm saying in the majority of cases, this one person who has to put kind of, you know, put it down. Like, okay. I'll I'll put my life in the back burner for you kind of thing. All right. So uh anyways, anyway, any way. That's my segue, right? What if I'm now? What am I now? What if I'm someone I do I don't want around? I'm falling again, I'm falling again, I'm falling. What if I'm down? What if I'm out? What if I'm someone you won't talk about? 
I'm falling again. I'm falling again. I'm falling. Go check it out. Harris, Harry Styles, uh, falling from his album, uh, Fine Line. I don't know what does he mean by fine line. I have no idea. No idea. No idea. No idea. Anyways, um, uh, it's sad. Uh, you know, this is just an update and uh, of what's hap- what I talked about in my last few episodes. And currently, coronavirus is getting getting out of hand. It started as an epidemic. Um, it started as an epidemic, very local in China. You know, uh, I think it started at some food market in China because of uh, the eating of endangered species, but it's still not confirmed. But that's how what people are saying. So it started as an epidemic, which is very local, you know, and then it spread, it became a pandemic. And now it's a completely, uh, it's shocking the way it is kind of, you know, travel the world, like no borders, no walls, nothing could stop, no tweets could really stop this uh, this virus. I mean, it's really gone out of hand. And it's really sad because um, the only precaution that people tell tell us to do is just wash your hands. And now, is what is that the only solution or, or the only precaution to kind of avoid the infection? It's like wash your hands and that's it. Like, of course, I understand. You know, it's a new virus. It's going to take time to. Uh, for the vaccine to be out, and I believe it's going to take about eight to eight to ten months till it is tested, and then kind of it's going to be tested on some animals, and then it's going to be tested on a few uh, human beings uh, that is test people, and then uh, and then it's going to be widely distributed. Imagine it's going to take about eight, maybe a year. That's what they say. So until then, the only precaution that we can take is wash your hands which is really sad, which is really scary, you know, um, because uh, it is not only uh, uh, passing on the flu, but it's actually killing people. And that's really sad because out of uh, till now, like globally, there's been around 3000 deaths and 86,000, more than 86,000 people are infected. So I believe the death rate is about 3.4%. That's what I was, I was reading somewhere to so three. out of the people infected are actually dying and 64 countries have been affected. So this is really serious. And the only precaution that we can take is just wash your hands. I don't know how that's going to kind of uh, keep the virus away. Believe me, I just don't know. Just washing your hands and you're keeping the virus away. Hey man, I take, I ride the subway every day, at least six days a week. I ride a subway and on the subway it's so crowded you're you're standing so close to every passenger on the train it's very crowded you're actually breathing into each other's noses you don't get placed on uh, on the train like you're just standing most of the times uh there are so many railings like hand railings there are poles that you're touching like you can't wash your hands when you're on the train you know if you have to catch Something you're just going to catch it. There's no way that you can really, uh, you know, escape this. And I hope no one, I mean, anybody who's infected n- is not traveling 
any of those metro stations because what happens is you know you can't say that someone is purposely uh, who's infected is purposely traveling no because some people don't even really know because the symptoms are basically like common cold or flu of or like the flu you know so no one is doing it on purpose but if any person who's infected actually rides on the metro at least in a city I'm not talking about maybe the country is a different life. You have a lot of place there to move, but here there's no place to move. You know, we're all so, so close to each other. It is impossible. You can like you know one infected person traveling a sub uh, tra- on the train can infect hundred people at one time, and this is gonna be it's gonna be hell. I hope that doesn't happen. Like no one who's um, is infected, even by mistake, did not riding the the metros or the public transportation because it can be hell it can be really uh like there's no way you can't wash your hands and kind of uh, take precautions that's not going to solve the problem there should be something more than that but it's really sad i know that scientists are really working day and night to kind of uh find uh, all over the world like you know scientists all over the world are really working hard especially i wonder how medical professionals are doing their job airport people like p- travel you know uh, airport of the staff there at the airport how are they doing their jobs because they're com- continuously exposed by uh by people traveling the world you know and um air hostesses and you know those kind of on the plane ground staff healthcare professionals like nurses doctors i wonder how they're doing their job i would be like scared like i would be scared like thank god i can't i can't do those uh, jobs like you know it's it's so scary and then out of all this you know out of all this chaos we are ta- we are hearing people talking about the stock market crashing like hey man like stock market crashing is not going to is not going it doesn't affect majority of the people like literally hey man how how many people really hold the stock to really be bothered about the stock market's crashing people are dying you know and we are talking about a virtual kind of thing that is crashing which is really sad and as per i was just kind of wondering you know i, I wanted to know like how many people really hold the stock um of any company and uh, as per this uh, peer reviewed academic uh, paper that i was reading 84% of stocks okay now out of the whole bulk of stocks that are really trading out there in the market 84% of the stocks are actually owned by the top 10% of wealthy people just imagine okay the wealthiest to wealthiest people that the top 10% they hold 84% of the stock the remaining 93% of the stocks are then owned by the next 10% and 6.7% are are uh, held by the bottom 80%. So just imagine that 84% of the stocks are actually held uh, are um, you know uh, the top 10% of the people really have those stocks. So it doesn't really affect 90% of the people literally. You know, it's a mere 10% that the rest of the population really holds. So I don't know why we are jumping uh, like crazy because the stocks, uh, stock market is crashing by three thousand points or more than that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to the uh, to 
to uh, 90% of the population, literally, like 85 to 90% of the population because no one holds a stock, you know. And that's what we need to be, uh, like, you know, uh, going crazy about that. It's like, hey, you know, we need to find the vaccine to really kill that, uh, to be able to eradicate the virus, which is going to happen definitely. But a year is too long. And the only precaution to take is how to wash your hands and wash your hands. That's not really going to solve the problems. I hope they can do it. Like, you know, uh, there's a solution um, in about like five years from now because uh, it's really going out of hand and it's really a pandemic and it's really scary. And I don't know whether it's really worse than SARS. I have no idea. But there needs to be a comparison done about that because it's really scary man i mean every day there's something new this like i can't believe that from china to iran like how how did how did iran get infected and now the middle east is getting uh is gone to that germany so many countries like 64 countries have uh, been infected and that rate is about 3.4 percent like out of those infected, it's like crazy. I don't know what's happening. Really, I just don't know what's happening. It's so confusing. Every day there's something new. Australian fires. And then uh, the Delhi riots in India with that, uh, with, that, uh, with, that, with that act that prevents Muslims from getting uh, citizenship. That's crazy. I'll talk about it maybe uh, sometime later, but it's really crazy. I mean, everywhere there's something happening, you know? And then I was just, uh, I was just watching what's trending on, uh, Twitter. And I just, uh, I just got to know that, uh, a Pete Buttigieg, Pete Buttigieg has kind of, uh, dropped out from the race, which was like, what? Like, like I can't believe it! Like this guy actually won Iowa. He was uh, he was actually the top contender e- even in the next uh, in the next state. I can't remember the state uh, in Middle America. Uh, and then uh, as soon as you uh, get into a very diverse kind of uh, uh, state, you know he was not winning. But I I think this I don't know whether the decision was very quick or where all of a sudden. Or maybe he did the analytics of seeing why he couldn't make it. But that is trending right now that Boot Edge Edge has kind of ended his presidential race. It's really sad because, you know, it shocked me. Like, how? Like, you know, uh, like this guy, he made a lot of sense. He was like very middle. He was very calm. He was very composed, you know, um, and uh, he had international experience. He lived abroad, you know. Uh, he had those, uh, he, he knew the policies well. Uh, he had international experience, as I said, which was great. Um, and uh, the best part about, uh, also another important part about it, about him was he was gay and he belonged to the LGBT, he was an LGBT kind of uh, a person, uh, he belonged to that community. So, you know, uh, that was something that I was actually a big supporter of, that, you know, he was different from all the candidates that candidates that have ever run the pre- presidential race. So that was something that made him different. Uh, 
but what really you know uh put him back was i believe uh he didn't really click with uh people of color and i believe that's where you know that's what really um got him back but at the same time i must say that uh you know the j- 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 jaded people like who are running right now like you know people who have been there for like 30 40 years and they're still trying to be a president like you know this is this is a a president or prime minister anywhere in the world like even in india you see all the j- j- jaded people they're still they they still ambitious to get that position the prime ministerial position or the top financial positions they don't give a chance to the to the youngsters you know to people who can really make a difference who have many years because if they have been for 30 to 40 years and you've not made any changes how are you going to be any different now you know and pete boot judge was a young guy you know so this is actually the final conclu- uh, the final uh, outcome of the youngsters the people who have been the seniors who have been there for years they never step back and they never make way for people uh who are young you know who could get a new insight into something so i don't know whether uh you know he uh, th- this kind of uh thing what i'm talking about is for booter judge but i'm talking about generally that the youth do not are unable to get those positions of leadership positions was because people who have been there for decades and decades never move out from these positions they have to get out make space for people you know which is not happening but at the same time you know as i said uh, just like uh, hillary clinton made way uh, like she ran for uh, in the 2016 presidential race and she was the first woman to ever kind of run such an elections she made way she 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 told women that you know you can run and that's how in 2020 you had around 3 to 4 women now uh, you know running the race so that has changed the so same way pete buda judge has kind of changed it for the gays the lesbians the transgenders the bisexuals to believe you know that if i can run the 2020 elections and go so far maybe in 2024 we'll have more of those people you know more of the lgbt community people really participating or maybe running for these elections and that is also a word to the world you know that no matter what your gender is or what your color is or where you come from you know you can run that race or what you did what, you know you can always run a race and i think maybe uh buda judge would make a way would make way for people in 2024 just like hillary clinton did that's what i believe uh but at the same time i would say that you know uh we live in a very diverse mixed race kind of world today and uh if you don't believe if if anyone who does not believe or who does not believe that that is the truth that is something that uh you have to accept there's no place there's no workplace there's no family there's no relatives or no friend circle there's no administration that is only 
where, where where you have people of only one race you know if that's the case then you're in the wrong place altogether if no one in your family is different from you whether it's your color whether it's your religion whether it's whatever then you're the wrong place you know you are not you, you are not diversifying you're just kind of you know uh in that place if no one if everyone's work in your workplace is also of the same color then it's the wrong place if your friend circle is of the same person of the same race your same religion etc then you're the wrong place you're not diversifying if you're hanging around with people who just look like you who speak like you who have the same uh, faith like you if you have no faith or whatever whatever it is you're just not diversifying you're just kind of you know stuck in that rut and you can't and and, and it's something maybe you could do you know 50 years back or maybe 20 years back even but today 2020 if you can't click with people from different of different genders of different sexuality of different race of different color then you're not doing something right you know and that's what is the key and i'm so happy that i get along with people from all backgrounds all colors all a different you know all faiths like i don't really have that kind of you know and i feel happy about it i'm like um, you know i'm really happy about it and that's what uh like if this if there's two places that i need to go to like you know a place where everyone's a one race one religion one faith whatever and there's another room with people from different races backgrounds cultures i'll definitely and i have a choice to kind of go in room a or room b i'll definitely go to room b which has all people from different nationalities backgrounds etc because that's the place where i will learn so much i will really learn so much you know about different cultures backgrounds etc the way they speak etc it'll be interesting you know and it's going to be fun in such a place as compared to that one that place where everybody's of the same race same color they're all going to talk in one cut but you know they all have one opinion it's going to be very boring as compared to you know room b which uh, which has people from different races so why not uh uh why not go there because that's the place that i learn so that's how i look basically at things and uh um and maybe that's the reason that uh boot edge edge didn't really click you know and he maybe had to take the decision that he had everything you know he had a personality he had the charisma he had know-hows he knew his policies well everything but that is where you know you just kind of uh uh it just doesn't happen you know uh because you're not clicking with everybody people from all races all backgrounds but only one thing that buddha judge has really done is maybe in 2024 you'll have another gay another lesbian another transgender bisexual person really uh running a race like that you know and it's also a word out to people all over the world that no matter what you know come out of the closet and kind of do you can do big things so it's 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 uh, it's a good thing that he came out and did that you know uh which is pretty uh uh a challenging thing and i think we should appreciate uh him for that But anyway, yeah, uh, let's see what happens. Uh, uh besides that, I wanted to I wanted to actually ask you guys 
you know, I have this, I have this very rough, tough personality, a personality, you know, who talks to the point, who's boring sometimes, not interested, you know, dresses up like a hipster, you know, most of the time, doesn't do my hair, showers for just like five minutes on weekdays, uh, doesn't do my nails, doesn't moisturize, just say some random shit anytime, anything that comes, you know, to my mind, I just say some random shit. I'm kind of messed up sometimes I feel and you know I I want to ask you on how to kind of have uh, that sexiness you know the sexy uh, sexiness or the, the, the cuteness in me I want to develop that and believe me I'll do anything I'll do anything to kind of develop that personality you know of that sexy calm oh you know kind of thing that that sweet that cute that sexy kind of personality I want that I just want that I can't like I'm just kind of I just talk random shit man and that's not good you know I want that sexy kind of personality that cute kind of personality that sweet kind of personality I don't know what to do like should I um should I dress up like different do I do need to have a different hairstyle uh, do I need to say darling? Oh, darling. Hey, darling. Darling. Oh, you know, adorable. So adorable. Like, should I be saying things like that? You know, darling. Oh, darling. You know, to, to get that sexiness in me. Like, you know, I don't know what to do. Like, should I be wearing... Uh, I should change, like I should have a new look or something. Should I have a new hairstyle or something? Should I speak different? Like, I don't know, yeah. I need to do something to kind of get that sexy, uh, sexiness in my voice and my style. Because uh, it works, yeah. It works for, I mean, I like uh, when I see that, you know, when I watch people who really have that in them. And then I want it as well, but I can't because my personality is too like uh, rough and uh, too, you know, kind of thing. I don't know what talk about my personality, but I'm not, I'm not that, you know, I want that sweetness. I talk too rough also. Blunt. I need to change that. I need to change that. So if you have any kind of tips for me, like, you know, to get that sexy quotient, yeah, you know, the sex, the cuteness, etc. Please write to me at justinnobodypodcast at gmail.com because I really want to know how to get there. Because this, you know, this roughness is not really working. My voice is rough. My personality is rough. My walk is rough. My talk is rough. Everything's rough. I need to be sweet now. I need to be, oh, darling. Oh, darling. Oh, darling, darling, oh, darling, oh, darling, oh, darling, oh, darling, you know, kind of thing. I need to get there. I really need to get there. Right, so what's happening, guys? Like, how's life go? How's life doing? You know, kind of thing. Right, so uh, before I go, I wanted to um, 
I wanted to read this poetry, which is uh, which is really good. I, I love this. I, I'm reading it. It's basically Hindi. It's a Hindi poem, and uh, uh, I'm going to translate it uh, after I say it in Hindi, uh, and I will translate it like in a few lines. Uh, it's basically a very motivational uh, piece, um, you know, and. Um, it talks about how you should always try no matter what the outcome is just give it a give everything a shot in life you know uh, give it a try because uh, don't be afraid of failing because never give up you know kind of thing and this is a great poet uh, it's a great great poetry and that's why I want to read it i'm reading it in hindi because it was written in hindi and then i'll translate it okay uh, so this is how it goes लहरों से डरकर नौका पार नहीं होती कोशिश करने वालों की कभी हार नहीं होती नन्ही चीती जब दाना लेकर चलती है चढ़ती दीवारों पर सौ बार फिसलती है मन का विश्वास रगों में साहस भरता है चढ़कर गिरना गिरकर चढ़ना न अखरता है आखिर उसकी मेहनत बेकार नहीं होती कोशिश करने वालों की कभी हार नहीं होती दिस इज अ पार्ट ऑफ द पोएम दैट आई काइंड ऑफ रेड आउट ऑल इट्स सेइंग दैट इज सेइंग विद एन एग्जांपल आई विल गिव यू द एग्जांपल इज दे नेवर गिव अप एंड इट गिव्स एन एग्जांपल ऑफ हाउ दीस एंट्स यू नो व्हेन दे आर व्हेन दे आर पिकिंग अप फूड इन देयर माउथ एंड दे एंड दे आर दे आर यू नो दे काइंड ऑफ वॉकिंग अप द वॉकिंग अप इन द वॉल यू नो कैरिंग द फूड and collecting food uh so uh they keep falling down you know they're climbing up with that heavy food they keep falling down but they again they're climbing they fall down again but still they're climbing they never give up they're walking up they fall down with the food but still they're climbing they slip they fall they slip they fall they slip they fall and then keep doing this and all their efforts that they put you know are falling down and still going up ultimately you know there is uh it it never goes waste you know that's what uh, this uh, this poem really says that um uh, there will always be a good thing that will come out of putting an effort so don't really just give up you know put in that effort and uh, uh have that faith you know have that faith in in your mind that um, that uh, that will fill, fill you with courage and you know never give up and i love this poetry, poetry so much this was like uh, uh this is in hindi and um, i love it in hindi that's why i had to say it in hindi because the minute you kind of convert it uh you translate it into english it's it's you can say it in english but you can't exactly read it the way it is you know and i love the example about the ants carrying food up the wall and i literally have seen that you know they keep falling down they slip down they but they still climbing they fall down slip down fall climb 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 and ultimately there's no wastage you know you there's nothing that is wasted ultimately you know there's always um a good side to it anyways that's all that i wanted to uh talk about this week stay safe guys uh take all the precautions wash your hands that's what they're saying now that's the only precaution that we can take wash your hands i don't know whether that's that's going to be uh we need a vaccine we need something that you know would kill it but of course it's going to take time but it's not the right time to freak out as well so got to remain calm as well 
I'm just praying for all those people who are really losing their lives unnecessarily because of this. It's really sad. Uh, but um, but anyway, thank you so much, guys, for listening uh, to my podcast uh, week after week. Thank you so much. If you want to write to me, you can DM me on my Twitter handle, which is M-E-A-R-L-C-O-L-A-C-O. That's my first name and my last name. Uh, you can DM me. You can write to me at just a nobody, uh, podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much, guys. Love you so much because I'm telling you, you know, when I have to listen to another someone else's podcast, it, it I have to really make up my mind to whether I need to I will press on this play button. I just don't listen. I don't watch anything. I won't listen to anything because it takes your time. You know, you have to listen to something. You're going to pay attention to something. You're only going to do that if you want to do it, if you like it. And so if you are, if you are listening to this, you know, I really appreciate it. I really love you guys for doing it, you know. And uh, I don't have maybe, uh, I don't have thousand or million listeners, but I have a few, few guys. And even one listener is like, hey, man. I love you guys. I love you for doing that. Uh, thank you so much. And don't forget, maybe until next time, when I, when I my next episode, stay tuned for that. Don't forget to tell your friends. If you like me, your friends are just like you maybe. So tell your friends to listen to this podcast. Um, and uh, that's all for now. Uh, maybe just let me play the song again. I love uh, Avril uh, Lavigne. I love the song, really, you know. Uh, so let me just uh, kind of uh, play it again, just kind of to have that musical thing because I'm, I don't want to end it with my sound, whatever. So uh, let me just play this and kind of end it. It's all been done before And if you could only let it be You would let see I'll like you the way you are When we're driving in your car And you're talking to me one-on-one But you become somebody else Around everyone else You're watching your back Like you can't relax You're trying to be cool You look like a fool to me You crawl and you mock and you turn it into Honestly, you promise me I'm never gonna find you fake it No, no, no Thank you guys for listening Thank you so much I really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart Until next time, maybe next episode Whenever I do it Thank you so much, baby Bye, 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 bye Oh, darling